0: Hi, my name's Rachel Stevens, and I'm here with my husband, Zach, and we are so excited to talk to you today. Go ahead
1: and tell them what you were going to call
0: I not even them. finish welcoming? Go ahead and
1: tell them what you were going to call
0: I them. had some names for the people who watch. We didn't even watch. tell
1: our studio audience because they had a booed Rachel out of the room. This is all spontaneous. It's
0: spontaneous.
1: <laughs> if you're on YouTube, she got a real weird vibe when she said spot. Spontaneous.
0: <laughs> I was gonna call them the Purpose Peeps, and I are <laughs> <Our> Purpose People.
1: <laughs> I can't look at them—the mouths of the people in the room.
0: <gasps> I know it's not cool, <sighs> man. I want to be cool so bad, and I'm just uh, not. Well, and I know I'm not. Pers- and that's purpose okay.
1: Peeps is not gonna get you there. I'll tell you that purpose right Peeps. now.
0: Purpose Peeps, hey Purpose Peeps, Ooh, you can find us oh, on all oh, platforms.
1: <laughs> if you're you're not watching, but if you are, <laughs> not only is she Purpose Peeps again, she put finger guns connected to it. So shoot him a Gavin.
0: (laughs) You're welcome. You can find us on all podcast platforms. Be sure to like and subscribe. And if you are on
1: YouTube. And share. And share the mess Um, out of it. I know you guys are sharing TikTok videos. I don't know. I feel real aggressive right now. I know you guys are sharing those, them, their TikTok videos. I share them all the time. I love them. But all right, you're going to get some stuff today. Or if you didn't listen to the health uh, one that launched two weeks ago on on health. Go back and watch it. Then you should be sharing that stuff,
0: right? Super good. Really helpful.
1: If if somebody listens to Purpose Podcast and they haven't shared it with you, do they even love you? Is a question we should talk about at a later time. <laughs> Not can, today. <laughs> Purpose peeps. Purpose peeps. Go ahead.
0: Okay. Hey. Today, I am all you are all over the place. I'm lost now. We're going to talk about gratitude. Let's just go there.
1: Are you grateful for me?
0: I am so grateful for you. Hey, gratitude. So, a lot of us think about we use this word in our everyday language, but I want us to be really clear about what the word gratitude means. Okay. So, we'll go to the dictionary on Google, and the definition is the quality of being thankful. Readiness to show appreciation for and to return kindness, and as we enter into the Thanksgiving season, if you're watching, we have our arms out. That's really great. Um, you are just on it. Today. I'm not
1: sure what's going on right now. Me neither. I got a real vibe going. You
0: got a real vibe. <laughs> so as we enter into the Thanksgiving season, we talk a lot about being grateful, but I want us to really zone in a little bit. We're going to talk about what God says about gratitude, and. Um, how to walk in that, but really looking at and showing appreciation for kindness. Mm -hmm. And I, um, if you don't know, kindness is the quality of being friendly, generous, and considerate. And I want us just to kind of start and think, what are some ways that God has been kind to you? Not like, let's not even worry about other people for a second. Your purpose has been given to you by God, and you're designed to win your world. And God has been friendly, generous, and considerate to you. So as you kind of think, what are some ways for you, Zach, like you hear that, like God has been your friend, he's been generous to you, he's been considerate. What are some of the things that have exemplified God's kindness to you?
1: Well, I think it's it's important before I answer that, it's important to stop, and we're this is the Purpose Podcast. We want to help you discover and live out your purpose. And when we say that, they can feel really loaded. Like, oh, what's my purpose? Am I supposed to preach, or what am I supposed to do? Like, am I like? There's all this goes into it. I mean, the most rudimentary part of your purpose is to show kindness. The most, what? I mean, Christians who have a supernatural and eternal purpose, they should be uh, the just the most fun. And we've shared this before, but when we sit down and you kind of, I've got a weird vibe going today. I
0: don't know what's wrong with you,
1: but. <laughs> But whenever we go out to restaurants I, and the hostess is walking to somewhere and they always say, how you doing? And I always, like with all of the enthusiasm I can muster, I'm amazing. I want it to be like, there's something different about this person. This person, this person, like what, what, what? And they always ask, amazing. That, I haven't heard that today. I, I hear that all the time. And so just when it, when it, just to tie in this with what the purse podcast is all about and, and just I would just say the foundation of your purpose is to be joyful, to be thankful, to return, and to be kind. But to go back to what you said, starting off with what we've received from God. Yeah. I'm so glad that we're starting here because one of the scriptures that I wanted to share today, and one of the things I, I pray every day, it's on this sticky note, whenever I pray for myself and for my family and for the church, I start out with Psalms 100, in psalms 100 verse 4 says enter his gates with thanksgiving and enter his courts with praise give thanks to him and praise his name so there's two things in there there give thanks which we'll talk about thanksgiving and gratitude here in a second but it also says enter his courts with praise and so every day i take time to be grateful but before i do that i praise him and so you say what has god done for me so even before He's he's he saved me. He gave me the most amazing wife, decent kids, but the most amazing wife. He's given me all these things, but I, before that, I praise him for who he is, and I praise him for even the parts that don't make all the sense to me. I I, I really will. I'll say, God, I just want to praise you for who you are. You're omniscient, right? So he's he's all knowing. He's all he's he's all powerful. He's he he is these things that only God could be. And without God being those things, he couldn't be God. Without God being God, he couldn't offer me salvation. Without him offering me salvation, I couldn't live in this freedom, so on and so forth. But whenever you think, when, when you ask me, hey, where do you start from with showing gratitude towards God? It just starts, it doesn't start with what he's given me. You know, he's given me, I feel like the most blessed person on the planet. It's way before that. It's praising him for who he is. And I praise him again, like I said, I praise him for his grace. I praise him for his love. You know what else I praise him for? I praise him for his justice. I praise him for I praise him for his consequences. I praise him. I praise him for his plans, even though sometimes they don't make any sense to me. but I praise him. And so and then it does go into taking some time. It gets into the thankful part, which if you want to go there, we can. But just start with what you said. What am I grateful for? I'm I'm so grateful that we have a God who wants to be relational with me, like we talked about on the last podcast. But I'm so grateful that He's still God in the fact that He's He's never changing, and He's the same yesterday, today, and forever, like it says in Hebrews. And that and and I I can I, that's not thankfulness. That's praise. Those are definitely thankful. Thank you for doing this. Thank you for giving me this. Thank you for being and praise and praises. Oh my gosh, you're like the seraphim, the, the creatures that are flying around. They say, holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty who was, who is, and is to come. And then in Isaiah, Isaiah chapter five, when he fills the temple, that the seraphim say something different. They say, holy, 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 the earth is filled with your glory. And they're, that's not, they're, not, they're not being thankful, they're praising. Mm-hmm. And, so, and so either way, I, I, well, I love to be, that.
0: The definition of thankful is pleased. Mm -hmm. Pleased and relieved. And so when you think about this season of gratitude, which is, again, your readiness to show. So gratitude is showing appreciation for and to return kindness. But being thankful is like being pleased. And so I would really think like when they, we do this thing with our family every year at Thanksgiving where we all get in this big circle and everybody shares one thing that they're thankful for. And some seasons that has been super easy. Um, And then there have been other seasons where it was really difficult. And this um, thing of being thankful, like pleased, what am I pleased about? Um, What am I relieved? It's pleased and relieved. They were like, if you were saying, hey, they were thankful for the flowers, they were pleased that you gave them the flowers. Yeah. But well, I just want to think like sometimes it's really hard to be thankful. It's really hard when you see, um, we had our second miscarriage was the week of Thanksgiving. It was before we had river. And I remember it was the same time that, um, Zach's cousin, they, it was the same, like it was what their baby was three weeks old. And so they came to Thanksgiving. It was the first time we'd seen their, their kid. And in the circle, several people in the circle were all grateful for the birth of this baby, which is amazing. And wonderful and um, I was so grateful that they had this baby and simultaneously like two days before I had a DNC and um, I was so I was grieving the loss of my child and it was really frustrating for me to have to publicly in the midst of my grief and frustration with this very specific thing to have to say I am pleased with this, what I am grateful for. I am ready to show appreciation for God's kindness because in that moment, it was really difficult for me to see God's kindness. I didn't see where he was being friendly to me or considerate or generous toward me in the loss of my child. And I remember I said, I was just like so mad. And I just was like, well, I'm grateful for opportunity and that's all I could muster up because I was like I just know that there's more and then I went into the other room like after everybody like we pray for the dinner and everybody's you know it's this beautiful thing and everybody's moving in the kitchen and I just go into the other bedroom and I cried your sister was so sweet she just came in there said I knew like I knew how you'd feel and so just sat with me it was just so great to have somebody see me And, but in those moments, like I just sometimes, I just want you to be heard and seen. Sometimes it really is hard to be thankful, and we need to press into it anyway. Because what it forced me to do was turn my attention from the thing that I longed desperately for to, in a moment, as angry and frustrated and hurt as I was, to what else there is available. Yeah. And you were going to talk about um, the garment of praise. Yeah,
1: but, but before, we, before we do that, I think it's important, gratitude, in my opinion, mm-hmm. is it's very much like a muscle. Um, and you build this is the it.
0: truth. Uh, who is it? A Howard Hilton Hill.
1: Yeah, and he talks he's, about this is amazing. Communicating at Faith Province. On, on Thanksgiving weekend, he'll he'll preach. You'll you want to watch that. Uh, it'll be unbelievably so good uh, when it comes the to the week well,
0: before Thanksgiving, yeah. yeah the Sunday before Thanksgiving. General, he's
1: he's amazing. But what, what I wanna tell you is that <laughs> whenever we had that miscarriage, which is
0: our
1: we didn't miss mm-hmm. we didn't miss a Sunday. And that's not bragging. We had this routine of gratitude, and I'll I'll tell you about mine. But we had this routine where, whenever the terrible things happen, where the bad things happen, the stress comes, all that kind of stuff. Like we we go, we still have to we carry that burden into that with heaviness, which is going yes, to lead right into it, into but we carry it into this usual season, For which again, for me, every time in my quiet time, after I do my Bible reading and I pray, and I pray for a filling and then I pray in the spirit and then I pray Psalm 100. And so every day it's on here every day, I walk through there and I get to, I praise him and then I thank him. I praise him and then I thank him. And so the miscarriage, the stress, the loss, the 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 unknown the all all this kind of Mm -hmm. stuff i have a consistent flow that brings me into gratitude now i would say the lion's share people that i watch they have a consistent flow that brings them into negativity that brings them into victimhood and that, and you might think that you're scrolling through Instagram and it doesn't impact you negatively. I'm telling you, if that's all you're doing, it does. It, 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 the TikTok, that that kind of stuff, that that culture of comparison, if that's where you're living, that is not building you up. That is not bringing you into a place of thanksgiving. And if you're honest with yourself, you know that. And so I just I just want to encourage you with that. And so that that's part of my flow. And I, and and race is a little different, but I would just tell you, you can be grateful. No matter your circumstances, because our God is greater than our circumstances. Your purpose is greater than your circumstances. Okay, so but what is your consistent flow? If you want to build muscle, you can't, you can't go to the gym one time. You want to build muscle, you're gonna lose fat, you wanna get healthy, whatever you want, whatever your goal is, you can't do it in a day, you can't do it in a moment. It's a process, right? And so that's why I say gratitude, faith, but gratitude specifically in this moment is like a muscle. And so what is your daily, and I, I would say daily, there's so much negativity, there's so much division, there's so much disunity coming at us all the time. What is your daily flow? It doesn't have to be an hour long. What's your daily flow? Uh Halloran talked about a gratitude journal. Mm-hmm. And so and and, and Rachel can talk more about that here in a minute, but what's your daily flow for gratitude? And so for me, Rachel talked about a garment of praise, and, and I know that this will this will get uh bigger, but Uh, Let me go back. This is in Isaiah 61. And here's something really special about Isaiah 61 is Isaiah 61 is what Jesus read through in Luke 4. So Luke 4 is a pretty well-known passage where Jesus goes to the wilderness. He's tempted by the devil, and then he comes into—he comes, led by the Holy Spirit, comes into the tabernacle and reads from Isaiah 61— let me tell you something else. that's about to blow your brain. Put your seatbelt on. This is unbelievable. Seatbelt's on. This is unbelievable. So that it was called the Torah, the Old Testament they would go through, right? They didn't just come up like we do on the weekend and do like topical or exegetical where they can pick whatever they want. They went systematically through this. Have we talked about this? Mm-hmm. They went systematically through the Torah. The fact that Jesus walked up that day and read this, the odds are astronomical. They're unbelievable that Jesus would walk up and read it. You go back to Isaiah 61. It is clearly a, a that, that part of Isaiah is a prophecy about the suffering servant, the suffering Savior, which we know now to be Jesus. But Jesus gets up there and reads that. And, and if you haven't read it, again, because he's anointed with the same Holy Spirit that you have, that we have, the, the God, God, the third part of the Godhead that lives in us. Either way, sorry, I digress. But in Isaiah 61, and there's something really special for me this year. But in Isaiah 61, and this is, I'll read you verse 3. And it says, uh, well, just let me read you 1 through 3 because it's hard to understand if you don't get this. But uh, this is, uh, in verse 1, it says, The Spirit of the Sovereign Lord is on me because the Lord has anointed me to proclaim good news of the poor. Hard to do that with no gratitude. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted. It's hard if you're always the brokenhearted. To proclaim freedom to the captives and release, uh, release from darkness for the prisoners. Again, a lot of us, if you live without gratitude, you feel like that's you. But again, if you're a believer, by and large, you should be walking by the power of the Holy Spirit. You should be leading people out of these places to proclaim the favorable year of the Lord or the year of the Lord's favor. I'm grateful for that. And the day of the vengeance of the Lord our God uh, to comfort all who mourn. Okay, so sorry. Here's verse three. And provide those who grieve in Zion to dispose uh, to bestow on them a crown of beauty instead of ashes, the oil of joy instead of mourning, the garment of praise instead of the spirit of despair. Now, some translations, instead of the instead of the spirit of despair, will say a spirit of heaviness. How many of us would feel like we live so much more? with a spirit of despair, a spirit of heaviness. It's just this this, this kind of this victim mentality. Things are hard. Things are, they're so, off, so much more oftentimes they're bad instead of good. And there's, there's all this. But we see, and this is 700 years before Jesus gets here. And then we see Jesus come and validate that this is why he came, to take that spirit of heaviness, that spirit of despair and trade it just like he traded he traded our sin for salvation, he wants to trade you that spirit of heaviness. That disp- I can feel it right now as you're listening, that you feel on your shoulders, your shoulders are curled over, and you feel heaviness. Whether it's relationally, emotionally, spiritually, physically, you feel a heaviness. God would like to trade that with you because he loves you, because he made you, because he cares for you. He would like to trade that for a garment, of praise. Now, in this season for Rachel and I, as we're walking in and we're transitioning to, into the Leading Faith Promise, there's just been some heavy seasons for me. And Rachel's been there in, in an unbelievable way. But I, I have another friend named Barrett, and uh, this had probably been two, or three months ago now, maybe four months. And we were praying before a weekend, and I just, I just been feeling the heaviness for like two months, really worse than I felt in years and years. Just the pressure and the self-doubt and and all those things. And uh, Barrett laid his hands on me and he just prayed that I would walk in freedom. And he prayed this exact prayer out of Isaiah 61, that God would lay on me the garment of praise. And I just I just felt the release and this heaviness of self-doubt and of 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 fear and some of these things that were hiding deep down inside, like we talked about last time. They were taken off. And God made another great exchange with me as he's done so often. And I got to walk in a garment of praise. And not just a garment of praise as in just a worship song, but a garment of praise specifically towards Thanksgiving. And even in the bad times, being able to be thankful that if this bad time went as bad as possible, like losing that baby, that's as bad as it could be for that moment. He was still with us. And actually, we have a promise that we'll hold that baby one day. Like God provides a hope where there is no hope, and He can put on a garment of praise instead of where the world experiences despair. And so again, that's why I go back to our purpose to win the world. It's going to be really hard if we look just like the world. Mm-hmm. How are we going to win the world? And this is this is major key. This is like this is what a foundational step to not living like the world and living in gratitude and thankfulness and in a garment of praise. Mm-hmm. So.
0: You serve a God who never stops being kind. That's who he is. He, the kindness of God, it never ends. He's always f- a friend. He's always generous. He's always considerate. Isn't it amazing that a God who could force himself on you, he's a perfect gentleman. He always waits for us to s- respond first. And I'm just so grateful that. I am so pleased. I so love the kindness of God. And um, so just as we wrap up today, really want to challenge you. If you say, hey, I struggle with gratitude. I find myself in constant disappointment. I would say maybe you feel regularly dissatisfied, joyless and that really that garment of praise that you, we want us, we want the Lord to lay on us. Like we can walk in that and practice using our gratitude muscle. Like the Lord released Zach in that moment, but Zach had to continue making a choice to walk in the freedom that God gave him, or he could easily say, you know what? I'm just going to go back to those mental patterns, those thoughts, those habits that I've had from years ago. And I can just function in those instead. So one of the ways that you can start to practice this is to start a gratitude journal. Don't even have to buy a journal to do it. You could just open the notes section on your phone. And I would challenge you to every day write five things you're grateful for. This is something we do with our kids. It makes them so mad. But when they are, they find themselves, we call it the spiral, When you are frustrated and now everything, River immediately goes, well, this is never gonna work. I'm never gonna be, I'm never gonna draw a good picture. I just quit and I say, whoa, whoa, wait. We're not gonna let our brain go there. We're gonna stop. This is something that Halloran had taught us is saying, hey, you gotta stop that thought right there. Shift it to a thought of gratitude so that when things don't go the way you want to, you'll start to automatically respond in gratitude. And so I have them list off five things that they're grateful for. And if I notice that they haven't quite come all the way out of it, I'll say, okay, list five more. And River will list, he's four. So if the four-year-old can do it, I know you can. He will list off four, you know, usually it's just people, but he'll say, I'm grateful for my Beyblades today. And I'm grateful for mom and I'm grateful for dad. And I'm grateful that we went to the pool yesterday or whatever, and you can do those same things. So my challenge to you is even though you may feel like, you know, a four-year-old who can't accomplish anything and you're totally defeated and you say there's no, there's nothing else, you literally can't see beyond the moment where you are, if you could practice being grateful, open up the notes section of your phone, write five things down. If you don't know the kindness and the generosity of God, you know what? Let's jump on the Bible reading plans together. You don't have to wait until January to do it. Start today and start reading through God's word and you will learn the facets of God and you'll say, oh my gosh, man, God's so kind, you know, and our sin, he sent Jesus, man, what a, what an incredible provider, you know, and those are all things that we just want to encourage you as you go into the holiday season, specifically a time of year where we practice being thankful. You can lead the people around you into being grateful, not just at Thanksgiving, but year round.
1: Yeah. And, uh, and just as we wrap up, cause I, I really, I want to pray for you. I just feel like this is an anointed moment and I, I want to pray for you, but, I, again, being grateful is not about being happy. <laughs> happiness is so fleeting. Happiness is happiness. just is just not what all it's cracked up to be. We we want you to be holy. Mm. We don't want you to be happy, or we would like you to be happy. We care more that you're holy. But if you go back to Isaiah 61, and after the, the great exchange is made for beauty instead of ashes, for a garment of praise instead of despair, when you go on you see that it impacts others. Later on that passage, after that happened, it says that the people that they minister, they will, they will rebuild, they will be renewed, they will be shepherds, they will be called priests, they will uh, be named ministers of God, they will feed nations, they will receive a double portion, they will rejoice in their inheritance, they will receive, again, a, a double portion. And so you, your purpose is to win the world. That's your purpose. It's, it's all throughout Scripture, but in this specific moment of being grateful, of walking in gratitude and praise of God in this season, in this moment, right? It is not just so that you can be happy, you can smile. It's so much more than that. It is so this is the place from which we win the world. This is the place where we look so much different than the world's culture that people want to be a part. Listen, if people could look at you And consistently hear from you would they want to be a Christian, that should challenge Mm. our gratitude. And so, hey, I really think that in this moment, as we talked about gratitude, there's something that keeps coming to your mind. There's something that keeps coming to your mind that robs your gratitude. There's something that keeps coming that you're like, hey, because of this, I can't. Or maybe it's that miscarriage example. Maybe it's a loss example. I don't know what it might be, but you feel like there's this thing that's holding you back from being overwhelmingly grateful. You feel like you've been slighted. You feel like you've uh, lost. Can I just tell you, whatever that that natural circumstance is, your identity and your inheritance sits above that. It sits in the heavenly places. And so I want to encourage you to live there. Remember, you live in God's presence. Mm -hmm. And in Psalms 100 verse 4, we enter his presence with his courts with thanksgiving, we enter his presence with praise. And so I'm going to ask Rach uh, to pray uh, a prayer of uh, freedom mm-hmm. over you, and then we'll be done.
0: Yeah, let's just pray together. Lord, we love you so much, and we are grateful. We are ready to appreciate your kindness. You are friendly. You're generous. You're considerate. You are so holy, and we just come before you and acknowledge that we We know that we are small and imperfect and broken. And still you choose to pursue relationship with us. It is so unreal. We're so thankful you gave us Jesus. And right now I just ask that Holy Spirit, every person who's listening to this, you would just meet them right where they are in their car in their kitchen, on the treadmill. Holy Spirit, you would just overwhelm them right now. And the spirit of heaviness would have no permission to be there. In Jesus' name, it has no authority. But we just speak the garment of praise would blanket them right now out of their mouth, in their heart, in their soul would erupt praise. We would just celebrate your greatness, God, and your goodness. And Father, I just ask that you would just stir in us this incredible desire to know more about your generosity and your friendship that we would, as we get to know you more, our response will just be more praise and more gratitude that we would walk out Psalm 100. And that as we experience Psalm or Isaiah 61 in our own life, we would see the people around us, just like later in Isaiah 61, people experienced a double portion and they became ministers and builders, that that would happen in the people around us. We're so grateful for freedom. And we receive it. And so grateful we didn't have to do anything to earn it. But it's just an incredible gift. How good you are to us, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. We love you. Well, We'll see you guys next time. Happy Thanksgiving.
1: We'll talk to you soon.